No Chance Radio, episode 110. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're back in this thing, man. No days off, even though this is a little late. And for those of you that are watching us live on Instagram, what up? You guys get to see all the bloopers, all the fuck-ups, all, uh, all the retakes that we do. But it's all good, man. I hope that everyone that is listening, that is watching, is holding up all right. Getting your push-ups in, you drawing oranges and shit, you playing fucking Animal Crossing and Call of Duty, all that stuff. Doing a little reflection, all that shit, man. With all this madness going on, our government tripping, man, healthcare fields kind of going to shit. Grocery stores is like kind of madness, to be honest. But we here with y'all, man, every week to give you guys a show that helps you stay I'm going to say it, it, it sometimes helps you stay sane or, you know, on a slight chance can drive you guys insane, but everyone's on edge nowadays, but it's all good. And to be honest, yo, the government might shut our shit down. We might be, have to become a pirate radio show soon, man. What? It's wild. It's false news. Yeah, we might this have to become a pirate radio, radio show <laughs> oh, soon. Oh, no. I don't... I, false news. It's fake news. <laughs> no, fake no, 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 no. I don't... News. Look, to be honest, I don't know what the government got up their sleeves. They might shut down the phone lines, Wi-Fi, streaming. Imagine we might even, if we, this quarantine, if we didn't have Wi-Fi. Like, what if the internet actually cut off? How would we what even talk? What would we talk? all be doing? Absolutely. Bring out the cannon string. Bring out the cannon string. That's, that's how we're going to have to fucking communicate nowadays. But, you know, <laughs> we're trying to stay positive, everyone. We're trying to stay positive. Even though, I mean, for the most part... Me and Nate, we talk on, you know, uh, like an everyday basis. Only because we play Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh it's all we do I know. Nowadays. Honestly, I, I log into my PS4, like the app on my phone, and I'll be like, oh, Nate and Ryan are playing Call of Duty again. And that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. My bad, man. But before we get into any topics, I always got to mention, man, I'm not here by my lonesome, man. If you're watching the live, you can see that I'm here with someone else. And also in our headphones, I'm here with both of my co-hosts. Nate, what's up, man? I know the people on the live can't hear you, but what's good, man? What's up, guys? Uh, I didn't get invited to the live, but uh, it's cool. I'm chilling, you know, living. But also, I got P here, P on the other line. That's P with a capital P, and I mean with a K, capital P, P. <laughs> What's up, P? What's up, y'all? Yo, it's been a minute, man. You, you've gone super MIA ever since this quarantine shit popped off. This is Animal Crossing, man. It came out on Friday, fucked everything up. It, you know what this <laughs> this uh, quarantine has shown us so far is how, like, how much we don't really want to do shit. <laughs> true <laughs> it, it really shows like our the inner workings of our laziness and it, it it just exploits us a little bit more than usual okay but we had this because i know this conversation yeah, that ryan life me and nate are living that ryan life yeah bro why do you think this episode is coming out on a thursday bro we told everyone we're coming out on tuesdays and all of a sudden now like we have all the time in the world and we're still late you know i'm not gonna get on us about about this right Larry. now but <laughs> what up larry yo shout out to larry laness dj laness all right now nate we talk every day right damn near every day since we're on call of duty all the time uh we've we've talked more in the past week than we have in maybe an entire year <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna turn it over to p but what's quarantine week two looking like like today's wednesday Wednesday night. Oh, shit. So what you got planned for the rest of the uh, week? I mean, week? I thought we were 
Not you, Nate. I, I, I'm turning <laughs> it over to P. This question is to P. We talk every day, bro. We talk my every bad, day. <laughs> I'm turning it over to Damn, P. Damn, Nate. He just wants to talk about himself already. That's it. It's all good. We'll talk about Wait, you Wait, you get second, to be on the live. Can I just, go ahead. Can I just nah, talk let a the princess. Bit? Let the princess like, go first. Let the princess Hey, just request first. it. I'll switch P out in a heartbeat, bro. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm about but to go P, play Call of got, Duty. What you got planned for, for weekend two? Man, or week two? Made it sound like Coachella. Quarantine <laughs> is not two. Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> what you got planned for what you got planned for week two? Just Animal Crossing. I'll put that's I'll, Bro, when do you have time to eat? My friend coach. All right, I we're gonna put it we're so gonna we're gonna so pin it in the comments. We're gonna pin it in the comments to play Animal Crossing with P. But okay, so let's move on to the topic for today's episode because we're we all got a little bit of cabin fever. We've been playing video games. I haven't left this seat that I'm sitting in, in the past maybe like eight hours. I'm hyped up on our sponsor, Yerba Mate. Shout out Yerba. Yerb. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to the topic for today's episode. Uh I want to talk about shoes, guys. I feel like the majority of our episodes are like pretty much like hypothetical or us kind of like forecasting shit um we plan on what we're buying that's mostly directed towards p um kind of what we're looking at in terms of forecasting trends and shit so i want to get into a topic that kind of reflects more like past experiences present experiences maybe looking more into the future kind of a like a theme that we try to do in like fucking every uh Every episode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate, Nate made that up. He said past, present, future. And I was like, damn, that's some like really philosophical shit right there. I, I'm going <laughs> to ride with that. Um, okay, so this, the reason why this topic came to mind is because lately I've been seeing a lot of people post like their top five sneakers, their their rotation, their um, not that anyone is even wearing shoes at a time like this. Everyone got their, their Crocs on. They got the, they got the Burks. <laughs> They're rocking the heavy house slippers right now. Nike slides, all that shit. Um, so with the pandemic taking place, I've been really analyzing what my rotation would be if shit really popped off. Like what shoes that I own currently would I go with if an apocalypse took place? Oh. Like am I going, okay, am I going Air Max runners? You know, like it's something stylish but also has cushioning for like the long haul because I'm, I'm thinking like I'm not going to be able to get another pair of shoes for like, like if a zombie apocalypse was happening exactly. and you had to run for your life or yes. hide whatever you decide to do or hide what would be your go-to sneaker it's not okay so Air Max Runners was an option right I got some I got some good 97s they're stylish they're timeless right some some silver you can't bullets running those why are you so worried just, about why are you comfort, so worried about thinking the fit, like in an apocalypse Nate's because like, I have a <laughs> reputation uphold. Nate's That's like, why the fit matters Crocs. so much. What? Okay, think about this. What if? What if we're in the apocalypse, right? And somebody that listens to the show sees me in public and is like, "Yo, that's Ryan from No Chance Radio." <laughs> I think that's gonna be the least of the worries. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> the fit can't be bummy if I'm in the apocalypse. But anyways, look, I'm going for something a bit more durable. Uh, maybe something that stands the test of time. What about like Chuck Taylors? I'm Vans? going Chucks. I'm going Chucks all the way. I could totally last Chucks? in Chucks. Honestly, for me, like I could hella last in Chucks. Chucks? I would probably go with Chucks or I'd probably do Air Max Ones. 
until that they, bubble look, gives you out. You can't run in Air Max ones. Why? Why are you telling me that Air Max ninety sevens you can't run in? But now you now you, you want to rock Air Max they're ones. They're too like bulky to run in. Like ones you can run in. Air Max ones. Okay, but think in. about the reflectivity on the silver bullets and how how important that would be in a zombie. Actually, no, that means people can see me. All right, I'm never mind. Of like the like the the like recent releases of like ninety sevens. Like you can't run in those. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you're, so 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 yeah. I might have to rethink that one. Maybe get something else. <laughs> but but this was another option I was thinking about. Do I bring out the Grails? You know, if I'm gonna die, do I go out in style? Do I take something out of the vault and put them on my feet? Things that haven't been worn in a while. Like if you knew you were going to die, like a meteor was coming at us and that was it. We're not talking meteors. We're talking (laughs) zombie apocalypse. We're talking coronavirus apocalypse. Okay, if a zombie apocalypse was running after you right now and you knew you were going to, like this was it. They were going to get you. You want and you were deciding what shoot you wanted to go out on. I'm thinking <laughs> like I, I'm thinking eat. I might have to I might have to go hit a lick at at Flight Club or something. Maybe run down to Rift and and just and, and go steal me a pair of Air Mags or some shit like. That's that. what I'm saying. A pair of Air Mags. I'm down for those. I'm, I'm gonna go rob him for a pair of Air Mags. Anyways, okay. I, I I don't know yet. I don't know what my rotation is, but I've been seeing a lot of this lately. Everyone putting up their top five rotation, their sneakers, all that shit. But that's not the point because regardless of what will take place, I just want to have a discussion about shoes because I feel like we all kind of we all kind of have different styles in regards to ha- like the shoes that we wear, the shoes that we choose, and even like in the the way that we shop for sneakers. And since you're new here and we don't have like the origin story for like how you kind of got into shoes then let's let's start with you first and asking the question where does the first interest in like sneakers start like where did you realize there's a difference between putting shoes on your feet versus like there is some importance to the the, the shoe that i actually wear I you remember that me. first experience you <laughs> me <laughs> Yeah, you. You're the you're the new one here, bro. You're you're the rookie. It's like we're doing um, class icebreakers right now. <laughs> yeah. The first, like the first, <laughs> the first sneaker that I got, like I bought myself, or like first sneaker that I like fell in love with, that I was like, I want to get into sneakers. Yeah, let's start with that one. Like first, ex- first interest, first experience. When it came to like sneakers, first interest is probably when. Oh gosh, I don't know. That's tough. I I mean I always remember because I listen obviously I listen to Kanye a lot so I just always remember like Kanye and like his Nike collabs and like him always wearing like cement threes those are like his favorite Jordans and I was like I like those like they look comfy mm. also. So for me, that Wait, was which which my first what, was that the was that the original Yeezy one? Like, is that the one you're talking about? Like original original ones. So that's when you first got into sneakers. Was what what year is that? God, what what year is know. Yeezy one? That was like. Do you guys know? I don't even know when was that. That was like high school, middle school. What year is that? S- Ten years ago from so like 2009. What, what grade were you in in 2009? 10,009? 10, 10,009. 2009. 
<laughs> I said the year 2009, not 10,009. That's the price of the damn shoes now. For myself, one of the earliest things that I remember in regards to like first sneaker interest was probably when I was like in <laughs> shit. I want to say like third or fourth grade. Like I would go to kids foot locker. Like it, it, it was like, it was like an allowance. Like every year, like when you go into the new school year, you get to choose a new pair of shoes. Like you get to, you get to choose a new pair of shoes every year. Mm-hmm. So I'm going into kids foot locker every year, obviously uh, up until I got into high school and we would be able to pick, pick a pair of shoes. And so the only shoes that ever, that were ever like, interesting to me were all like the really really like kind of weird technology looking shoes because i was like super into like power rangers and all that other stuff so i was like trying to find kicks that they were like they would wear right so like the first pair of shoes that i ever like really thought like oh shit like i i really like shoes was a pair of reebok pumps like the the reason why i liked them so much was because the dude that was selling it to to me well, obviously he was selling it to my mom because she was the one buying it. But she was like, he was like, yeah, like if you pump up the little ball here, if you pump it up enough, it'll make you jump higher, right? I like think some I like remember this stupid. Bo- it's the it's the Reebok pump with the little basketball on the tongue, and then like you pump it up, and like on the side, I think there's I like, remember this, yeah, yeah, that one, that one. So. That was my first initial, like, exp- like first ever experience understanding that shoes were important in some way, shape, or another. That was, like, the very, very first experience. Nate. Oh, my turn? My turn to do my class introduction? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he fell asleep, Nate. <laughs> first, <laughs> when did you first realize that, like, you you were interested in sneakers? Uh, I think it was around the same time, like, around third or fourth grade, and um, I had... I had like transferred to a new elementary school, so I had no friends. So, like I didn't know anybody, right? And uh, <laughs> I just noticed that everybody was like wearing like forces or like Jordans and stuff like that. And I was over here wearing like I don't even know what shoes I was wearing before that, but um, you know, like it was just a it was just like a way for me to make friends. So I remember my brother's girlfriend at the time. Her family like had a lot of money, so she used to buy me Jordans in like f- I think in fourth grade. Aww. And um, like every time a new release came out, my brother would get a pair, she would get a pair, and then they would both get a pair for me. And then we'd all have like matching Jordans or whatever release it was um, that day. What? Yeah, it was tight. <laughs> I still have those shoes too. Do you remember what what's 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 that first Jordan? Uh, what was the first Jordan? I forget, but I remember for my fifth grade, like, little graduation ceremony, she bought me the, uh, the white metallic, um, fours, like the, uh, the white with the silver, like, uh, lace, wow. lace little locks, like all white with the silver. Yeah. And then I had a, I don't know, I had a couple of other ones too. Um, but yeah, that was like, that was like, bl- bl- that, that was, um, that was like oh, black silver jordan box yeah right? so that was like oh five that was like 2005 i think shit you still wait you yeah still i still have, have i think i still have all my shoes yeah. that's the that's the the pure the pure money yeah, pure force. money force yes mm-hmm. yes that's what that color yep. is called that's crazy yeah. and then um so so 
your your brother has the same ones too and your and your mom no not my mom my brother's girlfriend <laughs> yeah oh i was like damn the whole family's fitted but um <laughs> i was like where's pops shoes but no but that's uh that's like my first experience with sneakers and then uh I remember one time my mom was like, okay, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll get you sneakers too so your brother doesn't have to buy them. And uh, she came back with some like mm. all black shacks, the ones that look like the forces. And then I was oh, like- Oh, shacks? <sighs> wow, I haven't heard that in a while. And I just used to, you know how like you used to wear just baggy ass pants? I used to wear my pants like so yeah. baggy that it would just cover like the- uh, the dunk man so that way you couldn't see if it was a swoosh or a dunk man or not and then i took like the little uh <laughs> like the little silver plate off so nobody knew so so you were just playing people then yeah basically i don't know how to feel about this <laughs> he's been playing people since third grade i feel like i, don't know how to feel about I feel this. like black air forces are one level and then black shacks are like a totally different other level <laughs> Yeah, let, let's clarify that. Black Air Force One activity, something that we alluded to in the previous episode, is something that a lot of you, even everyone that's watching and listening to this, be aware of. Like, be be very vigilant of, of what the hell is going on uh, when you see people wearing black Air Forces. But if, you, if they're, they're wearing black shacks, I don't say you need to worry that much. <laughs> no, come on. Those are, the real, those are the real scammers, you know? Because they're like already trying to pretend as if, it is <laughs> like trying to no, be affiliated with real black scammers, air force activity no nah, that means that 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 means they need to do a better job at scamming <laughs> because they, they could have just gotten the black air force all right let's move on so everyone's pr- ex- first experience really was re- kind of revolved around like almost like well for us it was more like middle school p was a little late <laughs> but it's all good <laughs> Um, my mom just dressed me when I was little. That's all. I well, if you would have gotten Yeezys in two thousand and what two thousand and nine, then you'd probably be a whole different. <laughs> no, person I just wore right I just wore hella Converse and like when K Swiss was big, that's what I would wear. So that was like the first like like the first shoes you remember wearing when you were younger was K Swiss. Yeah. All right, I'd say I'd say <laughs> Nate, me me and you are our shoe selection. Right, let me help on the line on point. <laughs> Nate's, <laughs> we're, we're, we've, uh, I think we've. It was we've sad because, like, it better. was like girls didn't wear sneakers, so like it doesn't really matter, which was like Good terrible. Point. Bro, so why do you have to like pin the... that in the IG live? <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> Nate's upset that we're pitting that he wears shacks in the <laughs> in the IG live. Um, so what you were you were were you wearing like the liquor store like the jelly sandals? You know, if like from Rainbow, is that what you were? I don't, like, do you I don't those? know if I like the Ripper slippers. I know, you know yeah, I don't know if I ever wore those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I All ever right. wore those, but I remember in case was a lot. I would go through like a few of them. So, so from that point, right? Like you're either getting shit hand me down. Your your parents are probably buying you shit. What was the first pair that you remember like buying with your own money? Um, I wanted a pair of the infrared sixes. I think I mentioned this before. The infrared sixes, I think, were like the first Jordans that I ever bought myself. And I think that was like in sophomore year. 
of high school. Okay. And that's what I was like. That's, that's a, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Sixties are still fairly underrated as a shoe that people no longer wear. I don't obviously wear them anymore. I still Travis have them, but I don't Scott wear them. <laughs> and all that other stuff. But it's still a really, really good shoe and a good silhouette. It almost looks like, like a really high top dad shoe. But Nate, what about you? Uh, first, first shoe that you bought with your own money uh i mean like it was probably in middle school like my friends and i obviously we didn't have jobs because we were like what 12 but um yeah that's when that's when like uh my friends started skating and they started getting into sbs notice i said my friends because mm-hmm. i don't skate but uh my friends started getting really into sbs and i was True. like oh these are kind of tight and um we used to like trade all the time so not technically i didn't buy them but uh I traded trading shoes like yeah like like you swap shoes like you I'll trade you this pair for that pair Um, you cannot swap swap shoes with the no you cannot swap shoes with the homies that's how you get the athlete's foot that's how you get the mad (laughs) you just crazy foot disease okay I was just watching you're not a bowling alley bro this is not (laughs) you're not not a bowling alley where you could just share shoes But uh, I had some uh, I had some Avengers in like I think eighth grade. That was probably the first like pair of shoes. Whoa! What were the SB Avengers that you had patent leather? Wait, what? Were the SB Avengers that you had at the time were they patent leather? Were they non patent? Unpatent. Oh my god! Canceled, bro. (laughs) Canceled. (laughs) You're canceled. Nobody remembers the Avengers that were unpatent leather. For anybody that remembers the SB era, um, okay. P had infrared sixes, good choice. You had Avengers, solid choice, I guess. Um, <laughs> for I think I've told this story once before in an episode, but I for the for my birthday when I was in the I think it was the eighth grade might have been eighth or ninth grade going into freshman year i saved up all my birthday money and i went to this site online to buy jordans now i only had about like 200 dollars saved up but i wanted like i think at the time i really wanted the jordan 11s because it was like one of the most iconic shoes at the time and that was a shoe that i felt like everyone was wearing so Mm. being a little like a little kid i was just like yeah i want what everybody else has i'm about to get these jordan 11s so obviously one of the first sites and if you're a real og sneakerhead i was on vintagekicks.com <laughs> and i found i found them but they were way too expensive like completely out of my price range so i was like oh hell no that is not happening that is, i need like four more birthdays to save up because <laughs> i don't have enough which 11s so were I, they the breads breads yeah bread 11s black, red, white, mm-hmm. classics. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I just typed in Jordan 11 black and red into Google. And after a couple different searches, I found what I was looking for, right? And they were offering them in my size for $65. Oh, hell no, right? Right? And so I was like, okay, $65. I could buy three pairs and with shipping is exactly how much I have. So I bought... <laughs> Jordan 11s breads for $65. I bought Jordan 10 steels, the black, white, and gray ones, classic colorway. And then I bought the Olympic 7, Jordan 7s, right? All for less than $200, mind you. And so I get them in the mail, right? The boxes are like 
broken and destroyed <laughs> and the retro cards feel like they were like screen printed on like cardboard <laughs> like but i didn't know right like i don't i had no experience yeah. with understanding what a real or fake shoe was so i was wearing them and i'll remember this to this day because it still haunts me but i was, it was probably the sixth time that i had worn them because everyone was digging it they were like damn you got he got retros them things are fresh man like where'd you get those and i was like oh it's his website like don't worry about it like it's super cheap you should go there so i probably i probably started an epidemic of people buying fake shoes as well (laughs) because of my reference but so i wore them six times and somebody said like yo those are fake and mind you he was he was like on the other side of the street and he looked at my shoes and said those were fake and i'm just like "Whoa, whoa whoa like how do you know and he like looks at it maybe like peeks twice looks at the back touches the carbon fiber on the 11s and he's like nah that's not it this is wrong this is wrong this is wrong and then i'm like yo like how do you know all this stuff and he's like well because i first of all i own the original pair so uh fuck you and uh (laughs) and and he's like no like you can go on these sites and these forums to find out like how first of all how to find the real shoes and second of all, how to tell if things are real or fake. And and that opened up this entire world of, of understanding that there's more to these shoes than just like buying them and wearing them. And I think that was like the experience when I'm just like, oh, shit. And that's what introduced me into what we're going to talk about now. The, the sneakerhead forum world, which I thought was like really, really overwhelming at first jumping into it. I think what the first one for me was... I think it was Soul Collector. The I SC remember forums. going on Soul Collector a lot. They had a lot of stuff on there. Was that something that you used more than like the other ones, like Nike Talk and Nike SB Org? I definitely use Soul Collector more than all of them. I do remember going on Nike Talk every so often, but Soul Collector, I feel like, just updated their stuff all the time. <laughs> but but what? Okay, let, let let's talk about that era because there there were two different things sort of going parallel at this point so we had sneaker culture was at an all-time high around that like kind Mm of oh i want to say oh it started much earlier but i'd say like my initial experiences started around like maybe oh six started roughly around there and Mm -hmm. so like you have this this already somewhat blossoming sneaker culture that is that that is already sort of camping out at the the stores that are already selling things like nike sbs pro bs uh super like silver box kind of leaning into the pink box era things like that and then you have people that are on the forums and this is like the first initial um sort of introduction to things like um bartering trading buying selling trading all those types of things even Mm -hmm. when you're jumping into what essentially turns into the resale market right this is like early resale market so Mm -hmm. i'm talking Nike Talk probably was one of the first ones, I think. Um, Soul Collector, which was a... I, I, do they still make magazines? Do you guys know? I don't know if they still do. I haven't been on there in hell. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they do actual prints, but... Um, yeah. I know they're... Yeah, they're maybe, still, they still, maybe they do digital. I don't know. I think they're, they're, they're still a media company. Um, yeah. Shout out to Full Size Run. That's I think that's what they run under. Um, but... Soul Collector had a, a forum. There was uh, one that was kind of more focused on like Nike SB. So that's NSB um, dot org. If you guys remember that one. And then there's probably a lot more. 
even ones that I hear about that are that are kind of crazy, like the uh, like the Japanese Yahoo auctions. Like that's a whole thing that I never really got into. That's but crazy. It, that it's it's insane. But let's talk about um, like the forums. What was your guys' first experience with like like the forums and sort of interacting with people in regards to like sneakers? Uh, I was never really big on forums. I know my brother was soup like super heavy on nike talk he would be on that all day like literally every time you walk into his room and you look in on uh his internet browser screen and it's just nike talk like different tabs open um yep like just going through different shit like looking to buy looking to sell whatever um but i never really i don't know i was never really on the forums too too much like that it was i don't know for me i think it was more like i my friends were on the forum, so I just learned about like things like that through sort of like secondhand. I know it sounds mm, it sounds like so a, people that yeah, it just people that were adjacent to you were were heavy on the forums. Yeah, and they just kind of like told you like, yo, yeah, like this shit is like this is what you should know essentially yeah, this episode makes me sound like a huge like biter like i just like take care from other people and just like All right, i'm not cool. gonna I'm lie right you were wearing other people's shoes um you were <laughs> getting hand-me-downs uh, i don't sense me. any bit expose of originality me, <laughs> where's the originality bro Damn. all right i'm gonna log off him. now <laughs> i'll catch you guys later what about you p what were you were you heavy on the forums I was heavy on how you were talking about like just looking up like what how can you tell between like a fake sneaker and a real sneaker mm. I just remember doing that a lot because there's hella people out there who try and scam you so I just remember looking that up or like um whenever there was going to be like a release date for a shoe obviously they'd update that all the time they'd have yeah. like a whole calendar of like when what sneaker release calendar yep yeah that was huge i I remember that a lot that was huge there was definitely there was definitely the uh the sort of boom of the of those types of websites as well like what is now like sneaker news used to be for us the, the more important one which was pick your shoes which was like a combination of like buying super rare shoes but also like seeing what was supposed to be coming out in the near future mm-hmm. which i thought was was like those two pick your shoes vintage kicks and nike talk all on my top three tabs were the only things that i used to do um when i would be in computer class like that's all i would ever do and that <laughs> shit that shit was amazing have you guys ever had an experience in regards to sneakers where you had to do something like kind of out of pocket to get them like for a particular shoe like what's the most out of pocket thing you've ever done for like a particular shoe hmm out of pocket thing i don't know i don't think i've ever because i'm not I'm, anything like i'm that. not the camper I'm not. I'm definitely not the camper. Like it's. My I don't mom see... would never let me go camping because I'm a girl. True. So I couldn't do that as much as sometimes I wanted to, just for the experience. I just I couldn't. I just didn't see it. I I didn't see it. Most people around the time that I was that I was buying shoes, they weren't camping to resell. They yeah. were really camping to wear. Most people were mm-hmm. only ca- get buying shoes to own them because I think yeah. that the hoops that you would have to jump through in order to resell sneakers at that time from like that 2005 to 2010 probably plus era it was super difficult it wasn't as easy as receiving a uh 
shipping label and packing the box and then sending it off type yeah. shit. So, um, but for myself, no, I've, I don't think I've ever, I've never camped for a shoe. Sadly. I know that's like sort of anti hype beast of me for not having that experience <laughs> and not saying that I've been in the gutter of just like doing stuff, but, um, I've done a shit ton of raffles. I don't <laughs> I'm sure everyone has, but that's not, that's literally to the extent of how far I go for sneakers. I'm not, I don't think I'm the craziest sneaker fanatic, like willing to like drive across the state to go get a pair of shoes or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, kind of nuts. Yeah. I think I just appreciate the shoe for what it is. Mm-hmm. And what I want to get into next is just more about our top sneakers of all time because I think when when it comes to what we call our favorite sneakers for some people and I want to say this kind of directed more towards the sneakerheads sometimes their favorite sneakers come from the experience that it took to get them that's mm-hmm. like why they're they're their favorites like there's a uh, an important story in regard to that sneaker but for others like myself like sometimes my favorite sneaker honestly just comes from like I just I just like how it looks like mm-hmm. no underlying meaning or anything like that. And that's why sometimes some of my favorite sneakers are just like boring as hell to some people. But like, let's, let's start, let's uh, roll over to that. Like top three, P you go first, top three favorite sneakers. Top three favorite sneakers. Like if you could put a top three together. Definitely high top Converse Chucks have to I do love they have Chucks. to do they have to be uh do they have to be 70s though no i don't like the 70s honestly i don't <gasps> nate no. you hear that <laughs> i don't like the 70s they're too like my foot feels like they're like too like squished ryan can we uh move into they're... the side channel real quick i need to talk to you <laughs> real fast they're too Bro. squished i don't like the 70s i don't they're more cushioned. That's blasphemy. Nate, you argue That's this, this I point, can't. man. I just, I can't. What? I have a, I have a really wide, like, toe, like, foot. So, like, for me, they just, like, it just hurts, like, the side of my foot. I think that's just I your own fault. It. That's just natural yeah, selection. Yeah, exactly. That's why I don't like them. That's <laughs> why I, I don't like them. They're not for me. The 70s are not natural for me. Natural selection. The 70s are not for me. Issues. That's I crazy. Can't do it. I can't do it. Wait, <sighs> so, wait, don't you own the, uh, the little shoe with the hearts on it? I know what they're called, but I just I, I don't wear them. The seventies Common Garzons, I don't wear those. I gave them to my mom. <laughs> wow. Because I can't wear them. I, I they're so uncomfortable for me. I just I can't wear them. I gave them to my mom. You just pop tags and then never yep. wear them again. I was like, here, mom, you can have them. Damn. <laughs> your name. You're you're Rich P now. <laughs> <laughs> you're Rich P for the rest of the show. I just they're P. uncomfortable for me, so I can't. I have to go with the just regular high chucks. Hey, I respect it. Sneakers. Okay, what are the other two? Um, other two like that I wear on a daily basis, or just like by look, or just like favorite of all time. Like you could own them, or you cannot own them. Whatever. Oh, that's tough. For what? I don't. Know. Dream sneakers, just like favorite of all time. Dream sneakers, okay. If they have them, if they had them in my size, it would definitely be a pair of Air Mags. But they don't have my size. Yeah. Are you telling me that that's your top one within your top sneakers? I would love to have them. I would probably never wear them though. Like I would just keep them dead stock. If I ever had a pair, I would never wear them. But I just like, I just. 
I don't know. Something about that. I'm just like, they're just, they're just cool. They're just a cool. Just player. say your third shoe, P. <laughs> say your third shoe. <laughs> my third, third shoe. shoe. What would my third shoe be? Um, I don't wear them anymore. Black cement threes, so. Black Air Forces, you said? Black Cement 3s. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. Not Air Forces, right. not Air Forces. I think I, I agree with that one. That's like, <laughs> like you I know, I don't wear them the, like at all anymore, but I, that's, that, I think I'm that, not arguing why. I, that's a good shoe. It's a good shoe. <laughs> Looking at I, them, I'm like, these are so cool. Like, they're just so cool. They're still so cool. I, just I, I agree. Them. Leather uh elephant print all that stuff yeah. but your list is is very synonymous with <laughs> with how people have arguments about top rap uh, f- best rappers dead or alive you literally said you said jay-z biggie and then you said lil b <laughs> that's, that's literally what you said and <laughs> like it's all good don't worry about it but all right i'll go with my top three and then we'll send it over to nate so my top three would probably be i definitely have to say the air jordan one for sure i doesn't i don't even care what carla way i'll just say just the chicago whatever i do love the silhouette love the silhouette one shoe Mm -hmm. that i that i've never owned but i've always wanted because i just i've always liked how the shoe looks is the air stab this is a Mm. like um it has like a, I think it has an Air Max bubble in it. I'm pretty sure it does. But it's it's like an older um, Nike. I think at the time it released, it was sports for it, but like kind of like a Nike runner. Air Stab, look that up. That's super old. I don't think they've they've re released it in a very long time. And then my third one would probably have to be. And let let me be clear. I don't own any of these shoes. <laughs> I don't own any of these shoes, but these three have always been my favorites and how they looked. But I think it would have to be, oh man, some sort of Nike SB Dunk High. I think that there God. that there's such nostalgia with every type of color of an of a SB Dunk High that you you can uh, you can sort of reflect back onto my grail of all time, which I was able to achieve was the nike sb dunk high send help because that was the first time that you all that you saw that like kind of tealish aqua like really bright aquamarine color other than like the diamond dunk and that one was was one of my grails and i got it and i still own it to this day which is why i don't have to go chase shoes anymore (laughs) because that's the only shoe that i ever wanted so but i think yeah that's my top three that's for sure my top three the air jordan one uh, the Nike stab and uh, shit. Any SB Dunk High. What about you, Nate? Uh, for me, I mean, like shoes I wear on a daily basis. Chucks, obviously, but for like they have to be seventies. Have to be. Have to be. Must. Have to be seventies. <laughs> Got it. Nah, Got nah. it. Uh, Duly noted. Nah, nah. But um, so if we get a collaboration with Converse, putting that into the air right now, and they said you could only make a Chuck Taylor, and it has to be a low, would you do it? A low top. A low top Chuck Taylor, not seventy. I do like low tops, nah. but I prefer. Send it high. back. Send it back. I'm not saying you have a choice here. I'm saying that this is what they're offering us. I mean, I don't hate low tops, but I just prefer. Yeah, I would tops. still do it. Yeah, sure. I would why still not? Do it. Right. Okay. It's All right. Converse. Cool. Okay. What's what's your? <laughs> you guys are. Always... 
Okay, what's your second and third shoe? Uh, well, that's just my beater. Like my first would probably be like Jordan ones. Those are classic, like you said. Um, two for sure would probably be like the the Ferris Bueller's, the Nike SB, the Dunk Highs, with like the uh, cheetah print tongue. Just like such a good, yeah. such a good colorway. It's just like white brown, and then has that little like pop of print on the tongue. Um, that is such a good shoe. Uh, very specific shoe. Yeah, very specific. And then, uh, God, I have so many shoes. I mean, like tied for second, I would say like uh, I think in two thousand six, Fragment did a collaboration with Nike, and they did like a Dunk Low, and they did like a polka dot pack. So it's like a yeah i was looking at that the other day yeah i had those on grailed for like i mean uh favorited on grailed f- like two years ago and they were going for like 150 now they're going for like 400 wow yo um, if you want to shout out your grail closet on the podcast so people can go follow you um you want to drop that link yeah it's uh calm de croissants <laughs> everyone everyone's gonna go steal your shit now they're gonna look at everything that you favorited and they're gonna go steal it. <laughs> and then um my third shoe would probably Go ahead, man. You wanna say five? You wanna go say five? Whoa, just say five, just... bro. Do whatever you want. <laughs> I just said top three, but forget the rules. It's all good. <laughs> Alright, my f- my sixth shoe would probably be uh the blazer. Six. I didn't know. Bro, you're you're breaking the rules right now. What you just look? All I'm right, go ahead, I'm go picking ahead, the deep cuts here. It's not my fault. You did a top right, forty playlist go of ahead. shoes. <laughs> go ahead, bro. Um, I'd probably do the blazer, like the um, seventy-seven blazers in white and black, white, black, mm. and sail. Uh, Damn, is it my turn? Can no, I no. Can you, what, man? The disrespect <laughs> on this episode is Go ahead, crazy. You, you got, you got another one. <laughs> after no, this, no, though. no. I don't want him anymore. No, but uh, Nate's being like a princess over there. Look, I didn't, I didn't get to be on the live. Let me just have this, okay? And we'll call you're right, it. You're right. Nate's on the next one. Nate's on the next one. <laughs> Nate, you want to go on live? You can go on live. Here, go right now. No, but um, I'll get off. My dad. See? What? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. He only wants to go. No, uh, he only wants you to go live because there's only one person watching compared to twelve earlier. So (laughs) that's why she wants to switch you in. No, I don't care. I don't care. There's like two people watching. All right, right name your six shoe, Nate. All right, the um, white, black, and sail blazers from '77. my dad actually had them in high school, and they came out in 1977. He's like the only one that had them in high school. And uh, he used to hoop in them, so for sentimental reasons, that shoe, I guess. Does he still have them? No, not anymore. He said they were, like, beat. Beat up. Yeah, so he threw them away. <laughs> Aw. But- Damn. Well, that's currently sort of like our present top shoes. I know I said top three, but everyone wants to break the rules. So <laughs> we'll move on to kind of like what is on the horizon, right? So... Obviously, we touched very, 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 very seldomly on sort of sneaker culture in the past, more so our experiences with them and kind of how they shaped the shoes, obviously, that we like and wear to this day. But for the most part, everything has sort of flipped on its head and changed drastically since 2000. And I say like the uh, the real change was when sites like forums really blew, like started to fall off and the sneaker resale sites started to come on things like grail stockx goat 
um shit even like facebook groups really like took away from the from the the big forums at the time so what are your guys's opinions on like the sneaker game or just sneaker heads in general in the current year of 2020 i think it's just i don't know it's completely different than it was it like back when we were growing up as kids i think uh like we always talk about now there's always so much coming out that it just sneakers sort of lose their novelty because mm-hmm. i don't know there's just too much stuff out there like you can get caught up in one thing and like the next the literally the next day or the same day you can mm-hmm. just forget about it and move on to the next you know so i think it's completely no yeah you go the amount of releases in in a given year yeah. at the time that we were sort of getting into sneakers was very very like rare i'd say i mean general release would range you know pretty typical would be uh, who knows maybe like the 20 to 30 a year amount of releases and then when you're talking like tier zero rare shoes that are more limited in, in quantity those things are even harder to find and only limited to certain locations, not even maybe not even in your city or state. But then now it's like 12 different stores you can buy that shoe from, mm-hmm. no matter how rare it is, all through raffle, all through some sort of ticketing system. And I think that just in general, like accessibility plays a huge factor into why the sneaker culture is completely different in regards to why people do things um so it's a little bit i don't know like p what do you what do you think in regards to just sneaker culture in general now because i obviously me and nate kind of see it as it doing like a complete 180 the intentions of purchasing sneakers are, are different and rather than honestly wearing them it's it's more so just about hoarding Getting the getting the most profit, um, posting for Instagram likes, things of that nature, uh, feeling as if like your your shit is exclusive. You have the most knowledge, the most information. What do you think? It is hella different from how it used to be. Like it's not like like you kind of touched on before. Like people aren't lining up or waiting outside to wear the sneaker themselves. They're now lining up to mm-hmm. resell it. It's like it's completely different from how it used to be and it's sad like i it's it used to be more genuine like people would want to wear the sneaker and people would want i mean even if you were like i have the shoe and you didn't get it like there it's not people are now just reselling it for like three four five times the price and it's it's terrible for people who couldn't get it and now they're selling it for like hella more and they can't even afford it yeah i i i I, I agree. And and I'm not going to say that we're not a part of both sort of spectrums of this sneakerhead culture. Like, obviously, I know I can speak for Nate and you in this situation and say that we appreciate storytelling. We appreciate um, construction materials, all these things, right? Like, we are, we, we come from the world of Nike and understanding product, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we, we understand what product means to people and why brands like Nike and Adidas and uh, hundreds of others invest so much time in, in heritage and storytelling and all those things. Right. Mm -hmm. But we also understand that, yo, we got to eat too. (laughs) We got to get this money. Also, we know what a shoe is worth. We know how hot it is on the streets. Like some of them, that's like their job. 
Oh yeah. Like they definitely. have no job but to resell and it's it blows my mind that like that's an actual thing. And I'm I'm not going to disrespect the hustle. I know a lot of resellers yeah. that that make really good money in what they do and that's perfectly fine with me. I'm not shooting them down, but I think it that it blows my the, mind that that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, and in the overall in the overall culture and how it affects it, it it does bring it down a notch and you know some people's first experience now when they're you know 15 16 17 and they first get you know a good amount of money to purchase a pair of shoes that first pair of shoes might not even be a pair that they wear right they will not wear the shoes they will they will see their friend who made 60 and if they're lucky after stock xps maybe more than that but they will they'll just get a profit but one thing that I, I, I can say that I respect about the the resale culture is that, you know, it it makes accessibility easier for all of us. And now I don't have to go searching as deep for the shoes that I wanted in maybe two, 2008, 2009, and they're always readily available. But the one thing that I fucking hate and shout out, no, actually not shout out. I hate you, Travis Scott. All my fucking SB dunks that I've ever wanted, man. Everything that I've been looking for. They're now like five times the price. They're five times the goddamn price, man. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Why? There was, uh, I'm going to say this right now. There was no shoe that you wanted five, even like four, three, four years ago. Even if it was a general release, whatever, that you can find for retail. There's no such thing as an as a aftermarket retail shoe. Mm-hmm. You may find things for under retail, maybe for like, um, I know that there's like a selection on StockX and on Goat where you can follow shoes that are under retail. But if you're looking for an like a, a shoe, a retro or whatever, no, it's it's not possible. There is no, there is nobody that's, that's, that's literally just selling shoes for retailing. This shit sucks. Brings down the morale of looking for shoes nowadays because the only reason why people buy important shoes is... For obvious reasons right like yeah collecting well not collecting sorry not collecting that's that's an important part of it but reselling um the this idea of a sneaker fomo right nobody wants to to mm-hmm. to miss out on a pair of shoes everyone wants to post that sneakers win uh on their on their instagram but yeah i, I think that for the most part like that is where we're at in 2020 and obviously, it's going to constantly change. The StockX treats shoes as if they're actual stocks, and you can see your portfolio for what shoes you own and what they're worth, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. That is nuts. Like, who would ever think that we? What's mm-hmm. that Paul Red thing? What's that Paul Red thing when he's on Hot Ones? He's like, um, oh shit, I forget how it goes. Um, anyway, I'm going to insert the audio here, <laughs> but you'll see it. Don't worry. But yeah, that's 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 what 2020 is in regards to the sneaker game and general consensus on those sneaker resale sites. Do you guys love them? Do you guys hate them? Do you guys use them? Um, Yo, shout out to Goat for the payment plan, man. For that, I uh, was gonna say I, I've pay. used Goat. That's far. I've used Goat. <laughs> I have used StockX before, but not that often. I maybe bought only one pair of sneakers. I agree. Layaway plans are cool if you're trying to purchase really really expensive sneakers i'm one of them i'm a part of it um but i love it i love StockX. i love goat 
Shout out to Riff. Shout out to Night. Uh, I was gonna say Nightclub. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, mm-hmm. this quarantine got me going crazy. I'm trying to go out. <laughs> but shout out to Flight Club. <laughs> Sorry. Shout out to Flight Club. Ryan. Um, without you, there would be no Joe LaPuma. Shout out to Joe LaPuma. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think sneaker culture may not be what it once was, but I think that accessibility and for those that find the importance in storytelling and find the importance in heritage in regards to sneakers will still be there, right? It's not completely deading anybody that truly appreciates shoes, that truly appreciates the fact that Nike is re-releasing shoes that have come out, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. You know, they're re-retroing old Air Maxes, old, um, I mean, shit, like they re-released the, I think it was the Tailwind 4 sportswear shoe. Like, that's a great shoe. And only a few people will understand how important those shoes are. But for those of you that are listening that may have your own opinions, about sneakers or where sort of sneaker culture falls on the spectrum of reselling and sort of understanding culture um you know leave a leave us a a dm leave us a comment you know if you're watching us on live and you feel the same way man let us know um shout out to the ill conversation going on about sneakers in the comments (laughs) shout out to you guys um what you know about Crocs, though? Honestly, I don't, man. Post Malone released some really nice ones that I'm trying to get into. If I ever buy a pair of Crocs, it would be the Post Malone ones. Those were lit. I'm not going to lie. I do need I some new house slippers, like so I might look into them. things that they have, whatever they do on Crocs. Should we drop some No Chance Radio Crocs? I think that's Make what we're looking Make a little No Chance pin for your Croc. Ooh, Ooh a little pair of fuzzy idea. dice that hangs off the Crocs? <laughs> that would be cute. All right, let's um let's end this live so we can keep that idea to ourselves. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah, man, I, th- I I think that's a good place to end it. I mean, we talked about uh, our prior experiences with sneakers, sort of things that we're into, our top sneakers, um, how we're kind of seeing the trend of sneakers go. There's there's a lot more to talk about, but obviously this was an episode to keep you guys busy during the quarantine during this what we call house arrest, things of that nature, man. Uh, shout out to everyone that joined our our live. Shout out to everyone that's commenting. We love you guys. Uh, be sure to follow us to watch these lives on Instagram at No Chance Radio. We got episodes posted on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, full episodes on YouTube, a lot more Instagram lives, a lot more radio shows in general. Let's get through this, man. We got a couple more weeks. Hopefully, (laughs) if we're lucky, we have a couple more weeks. Um, But we'll try to do this again next week so you guys can watch us shoot the shit about anything and everything, as we always say. But that is episode 110. Shout out to Instagram Live. Shout out to everyone that joined us. What a great episode, guys. Be sure to follow us, and we will see you on the next one. Peace. Later. Bye, y'all.